We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. Once again, it is the snowy Tuesday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Best Podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Doster. I am not the guy you want to hear from. Uh, I cursed Jeff Goodman last night. You did. Uh, he he was doing so well. Then I just blindly followed his picks, and all of a sudden, my losing mojo rubbed <laughs> off on him. Uh, it's awful, Jeff. This is awful. This is you terrible. suck. I, I just I don't even. I'm not even going to make picks tonight. I'm just going to. I felt never. so good about my swaction, and it wasn't even close. Like like Lindsey Hunter, just absolutely. Um, he played the game of their, their season, Mississippi Valley, covering against Grambling. Uh, the only two picks I think I got were going against SEMO and SIU Edwardsville, two and four. I thought I might have had Texas Tech at the end, but they didn't come through. Duke loses to Miami. That That's the big result last night to me. Like, I know people are going to want to talk about Texas Tech, Oklahoma. I, I don't – honestly, I didn't learn much in that game that I didn't already know. No, yeah, That was an awful basketball game. Awful. <laughs> atrocious. Atrocious. A Chris Beard special. Chris that's what Beard, I call it. Yeah. Um, but what we did learn was that your Duke Blue Devils uh, are still in a little bit of trouble when it comes to the NCAA tournament. I think they're in more than a little bit of trouble. They are currently, as it stands at this very yeah. moment, they are 7-6 overall. They are 66th in the net, right? Oof. They are – 0 and 3 against quad one opponents. Wow. They are 2 and 2 against quad three opponents, meaning that right now they are one game over 500. They have no quad one wins. They have three quad two losses. That is bad. That's like something not profile from the Atlantic 10. It's really ugly. I mean, really ugly. Are, uh, are they ahead of Kentucky now in the, in the net? What's the, the, Michigan State is ninety six. Yeah, and that's 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 a home loss for for Duke. Like it's it's crazy to think that like one of the reasons why Duke is in trouble and in danger of missing the NCAA tournament is because they lost to Michigan State. But that's exactly where we are right now. That should tell that should put everything into perspective when it comes to whether or not Michigan State is going to make the NCAA tournament. Kentucky's seventy four, by the way. So uh, Duke is is at least in the net a little bit in front of Kentucky, um, eight spots. Then you got Michigan State trailing both of them. Like, who would have thought? I mean, seriously, who would have thought you you realistically, with nine, like two thirds of the season done right now, none of those three make the NCAA tournament? I don't, I mean, two thirds of the season done. I, outside of 
um, of Crazy. Duke finding a way to to win. You know, the, here's the thing about Duke: they have three quad one games left. Um, but two of them, like one of them's on the road at North Carolina, and the other one is on the road at I forget yeah. who. There's another top forty team they play. It might be Syracuse, um, and then they get Virginia at home. So like, there's very little chance of them having a great uh, schedule and a great profile, regardless of what happens the rest of the year. Now that's that's assuming that they don't lose any more bad games, which like they've proven they're very capable of doing. Miami stinks. Miami is 149th in the net. Like that that loss killed was them. awful. That loss killed them. Kill awful. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's going to end up being a sub one fifty loss because Miami is just so banged up. They're going to keep losing games. Oh no doubt, no doubt. No, listen. You know the only thing that's going to save that's going to save these schools potentially is the fact that is the committee if they're close just going to say the hell with it. We need them for ratings. So I'm looking at the net right now. Is this right? Colgate is 16th? Yes, yes. Because they've only played a few games. You know, remember, they, they started late. They've only played a few games, and they're blowing out teams. It's a joke. I mean, they're 7-1, and one, and they're blowing, <laughs> they're blowing the shit out of teams out. So, yes, Colgate right now. And, and this is my problem with a lot of these analytics things early. And I say this all the time. People like, they quote Ken Palm. Like Gary Parrish does his rankings solely off Ken Palm, if you look at it. It's like completely. And he starts it too early. Like you could start it now, like you said the other day. Ken Palm now isn't nearly as predictive. But man, a, a month ago, you, you can't be you can't be doing that. Like to me, it's it's not even close at that point. Now, some things are pretty good because again, there is a measure of predictive. And for the most part, we know. Year in and year out, the same teams are generally at the top. But this year, yeah, look, look at where Ken Palm had Duke a month ago. Look at where he had Kentucky a month ago. Right, Michigan State, they were all way too high because he's just he's betting on the fact that those those teams year in and year out are always uh, going to be in the top, you know, ten or fifteen. All right, so let's talk about tonight's slate. Um, we ha- we had a really good game down in Texas. Baylor we do. at Texas in Austin, tipping yeah. at 7 p.m. Um, what do you like there, Jeffrey? Boy, I mean, listen, what I like is – and I don't think you, you can go against Baylor. Like, I just – I don't think there's any way you can go against Baylor because Texas is still coming off several, several of their players not being able to play due to COVID protocols. Shaka Smart coming back from COVID, which it hit him pretty hard from the sound of things. And, oh, by the way, Baylor has won every game they played this year, I believe, still by eight points or more. Um, Their average margin of victory, Robert, 24.8 points. Um, Texas is good. Don't get me wrong, but have they lost a little bit of their mojo here? You know, like they had it going early. They lost two of their last three. One to Oklahoma, again, Oklahoma caught him at the right time, shorthanded. I get it all. But, like, are you betting against Baylor? Are, are you going to be dumb enough to bet against Baylor? That's what I'm asking you. Um, well, I'm torn here because my my gut says that Baylor minus five, like, it's not enough points. Um, but I haven't gotten anything right in about 17 days now. So I'm like, well, maybe I should just be on Texas because you just question yourself with every pick you make. I gotta trade myself at this point. Like I can't; it's impossible. I have absolutely no. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have no confidence. You know what I got? I got the yips. Who was that? Was it Steve Sachs? <laughs> remember when Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw the ball from second? Oh, base I remember Steve eight? Sachs. Yeah. That's right now. Like every time I get a I get a ground ball and I throw the ball into the third row. That's awful. Um, but yeah, so the the thing about this matchup is that I think Texas, when it comes to uh, personnel and the way that their lineup is built matches up with Baylor as well as any any team in the country. Yes, right. Agreed. They can they they have as many old and good guards as Baylor has. That yep. Matt Coleman, um, I, I don't think that he's going to be flustered by anybody. Uh, you know, Davion Mitchell can climb up in you and, and make life miserable for you. But again, what Baylor does is they switch everything. Right? They they make you. Um, they make you basically play one on one. Like that switching defense they run just takes you out of any offense that you that, that, that you're looking for. And the good news for Texas is, again, they don't really run offense beyond just kind of like high ball screens and space the floor. And you can do that against a switching yeah. defense. Like you can make that work. It's not going to be easy because it means you're probably going to have to have your point guard going against Mark Vital, which you know we as we saw. The other night against Auburn is not necessarily ideal, but it's something where, you know, I, I think Texas can win some of those matchups. And I do think they're good enough defensively to be able to hang with Baylor. Now, the question is, how how much time did Jericho Sims and Courtney Ramey miss off the practice court? Right, right. Um, you know, were they were they completely isolated? Were they able to get in the gym and work out as long as they were away from everybody else? Um, you know, Shaka Smart coming off of the COVID is is – uh, hopefully he's feeling better. Um, the good news is, even if it hit him hard, like he's he doesn't have to go out there and like expend the energy trying to play. Yeah. So if he's if he's a little bit uh, a little bit tired, a little bit groggy, like okay. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I probably lean towards Baylor in the spot just because like they they've done nothing to prove yeah. that they they aren't going to blow teams out and, and win by a whole bunch. But I you know wouldn't you take if anything. The only way I take Texas, I just take the money line. I just take the money line and just say, hey, it's over for Baylor tonight. Like, Texas is going to either beat them or, or Baylor is going to beat the shit out of them. You know what I like more than that? If you think Texas is going to keep it close, it means that you think it's probably going to end up being a low-scoring game. Like, the thing about Baylor is they're so good from beyond the arc and, and they're so good defensively that if, like, this game gets up into – the high 70s, like I don't know if, if Texas is going to be able to put up points like that. Um, so if you think Texas is going to be able to keep it close, and I think you're out is to probably just take the under and and roll with it that way, um, which is I probably I think that's that might be the the well, safer bet because not only can you can you hit the bet if Texas like keeps it close the way that we think they're going to, but you also have a, the added level of security where like Baylor can win by 10, but if it's 75 to 65, then you've still that, yep. that under is still cashing. So I think that that might be um, the play in this spot. Uh, but, it, again, like, it's going to be a great game. Oh, um, if, any, if any game on the schedule tonight, it's the one that I have, like, the least amount of feel in terms of how it is going to end up uh, playing out. So, Rob, what's the thrill score? I, I want to know that. It's, it's thrilling. It's higher thrill there. score than Iowa-Illinois. It's it's way up there. It's in the it's, 80s. Is it above? The thrill score is, is 81. Um. What was Iowa? Put, put that into context. Oklahoma, Alabama was eighty-two point six, right? But the thrill score for Illinois, Iowa last Friday was eighty-seven point nine. That's ridiculous. So, so while I can Ken Palm about his thrill score, I I, I don't understand it. I want a complete breakdown. I am, fact, I am 
for one, I for one am shocked yeah. that you don't understand something about analytics and advanced metrics. Can we? Can I invite Ken Palm onto um, the best bets in the morning? He's in Utah, so I don't know if he'll get up that early. But if he did, could we bring him on to explain to me the thrill score? Uh, yeah, one hundred. Do that because I want to know. I, I want. I got to know about the thrill score. All right. Um, actually, like honestly, though, like you should one day bring him on to the Goodman and Humble podcast just to. to All right, I'm gonna do it. That, yeah. That's gonna be our yes. He's gonna he's gonna tutor me. Yeah. Well. Good luck with that. I, yeah, I, I mean, one I, session is. I'm gonna buy like a ten. Uh, you know, like like when we we have my daughter have a tutor for SAT. You you buy a block of sessions. Yeah. I'm gonna need like a block of like a hundred, not like ten, not eight. Like a hundred sessions, maybe he'll give me a discount. The only problem with that is is Ken's going to get to like three, and he's going to be like, "Fuck, dude, this is not worth it." Right. <laughs> Here's your money back. I'll give you the full refund. I cannot deal with your dumbass anymore. You don't get any of this. <laughs> All right, so um, I think that that I would probably just leans towards taking the under here, although it has dropped a couple points. Um, it's down to one forty four point five, but I do think the under is uh, is definitely in play. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't. I don't have Let's a shovel. I got a shovel in a little bit. So I know. Get, I know. I do too. So story. I have. There are two lines where I just love, love, love the favorite right. tonight. The first right. one, you know what it is. What is it? What is it, Jeffrey? What's that first one? Tennessee. No. Uh, oh, you have not looked at the slate close enough tonight. Iowa. No. Well, I do love Iowa. That's one of them. The other one is Auburn laying nine yeah. at home against. Where are they playing? My Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs are fighting Tom Creens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Um, it. So there's two lines I like in this. I love Auburn laying nine. I mean, they're coming off of a they're they're coming off a world loss to the number two team in the country, where they didn't really play all that poorly and they covered. Uh, They're coming home to take on a Georgia team that um, Jeff thinks is top five nationally in the country. Um, And I also love the under in this spot. The reason I love the under in this spot is that. Uh, the last time Georgia and Alabama played, um, it was – what was the final? Like 95 to 77 or something like that. And there ended up being like 80-something possessions in that game. Well, Georgia had just lost that, – like that was their fourth loss in a row. And they changed things after that. Um, their last – they've played five games since then. Uh, the three games they've won have all been like high 60s in terms of number of possessions that have been played. Okay. Uh, two games they lost were in the low 70s. They haven't had a game – cracked 72 possessions um, since that loss to Auburn, which was the last of four straight losses. They've won three of their last five. So I think that Tom Crean has made a concerted effort to play slower, to um, to, to knock it out and run as much, to not well, be realizing when you lose, right. when you lose four straight games, you, you got to do something up. different. And you're allowing 83, 94, 99, and, and 95. Yes, you, you might want to change something up. You might want to play slower. Yeah, so I think that they absolutely That's are. I, I yeah. love I love the under here. Okay. I love Auburn my, minus nine here. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I hate following you, but you know I feel like you're due. I I play by the due theory a lot, and I feel like you are you are not just due. You are beyond due. You are overdue. Like you're like you're like the the, the woman who, who's nine months. Like you're like ten and a half months pregnant right now, ready to ready to pop. Hey, I, I, I'll tell you what, my waistline makes me look like. A <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So the other the other line that I love. Um, do, do you disagree with anything about Auburn? 
there first? No, I, I hadn't really thought about that. I hadn't looked at George's totals lately. So you, you've, you've opened my eyes. You've opened my, my eyes to the new Tom Crean. I like it. I like um, it. All right. The other one you mentioned is, uh, is, is Iowa laying 10. Like, they, they are going to be pissed off. I don't know if you saw Fran's interview after the, the game against Illinois, which, by the way, like he was completely unfairly roasted for that on Twitter. Like, yeah, well, Norlander. Norlander didn't he, – he just reacted right away. So, um, I don't he, know. He, it's, he, it's, it's, news, it's news slander at his best. That's well, what that was. New slander? Is that new what you're saying? Slander. Instead of newslander, it's new slander? New slander. New slander. Yeah. New slander. Um, yeah. No, well, what happened with Fran is that the the first clip that that Nordy saw made it look a lot worse than what it was because like they, they the guy asked a question um, and they cut it off right after Fran said, "I don't know, Chad, you're a smart guy." <laughs> <laughs> but then like Fran went on to answer like if you listen look at the whole video, he went on to answer the question and it was very clear that he was like trying to not criticize the refs but say maybe I should maybe I should draw up more plays to get Luca Garza more free throws maybe maybe I just have to find a way to get him to get him to draw fouls and get fouls called against him and it was very clear yes. he was taking shots at the ref and so if you look at the whole video and put it all into context it was yes. actually pretty funny and all right let's move on Michigan State yeah I mean, but the, the whole point the whole point on that rant is that Iowa's going to be pissed yeah right Michigan State stinks they don't have anybody inside to deal with Luca Garza. They don't have the perimeter players to put Luca Garza in ball screens. They don't have the perimeter slashers to take advantage of the fact that Jordan Bohan and all these all these guys can't guard anyone on the perimeter. So Iowa minus ten, and I kind of love the Iowa team total here. I, I can't, I can't, I can't find that on bet spurts to be able to log that bet, yeah. track it, which means that's probably just going to be one more loss that doesn't get thrown on my record on bet spurts. But if you can get the Iowa team total over 83, like they might score 150 tonight. See, I, I, I like the under, I like the under. I think Izzo is just going to say, you know what? We know we can't score with you. We're going to take the air out of the ball. Like, I think that's what you ha- you have to do here. And you guard the perimeter, you give Luca his 40, and, and you take away, honestly, you just take away their three-point shoot and say, I, the hell with I it. I hear you. I hear you. I don't think that it matters because I don't think Michigan State is good enough to, to execute that the way that you want to execute All it. All right, even if, let's say Iowa scores 80. Let's, let's well, say I don't, I'm, I'm saying that Iowa is going to score 84. I'm not, I, I don't want the, the, the over. I want the Iowa team total. Right. Or let's say they score eighty four. Does Michigan State score seventy two? I don't. It was one fifty five and a half. I'm going under. I'm going straight under. Yeah, them. I think that I don't. I don't. I don't mind that. But I. I. I want the Iowa team to. The reason why I said that I want the Iowa team total over, not the 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 over over, yeah. is because like there. I think there's a very real chance this ends up being like a ninety to to sixty game. Yeah. It could be. It could be. All right. Uh, what else we got? What 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 else you like? Uh, Purdue Maryland, I don't love it. Maryland's too hard to figure. Yeah, and and Sasha Stavanovich um, is out. Uh, I think like if I if you were going to force me to bet on something there, I think I would probably take Maryland at the points. Um, but like, I, I don't I don't want to bet on Maryland. Like I, I don't I don't I don't want to do it. Um, what I do like another road favorite, which is a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, Clemson is playing again tonight. They've they've been they've been a train wreck. I know. I, it looks too easy. It looks too easy, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't. Carolina three and a half. It just. 
I don't, I don't love it. I like, I like the other, I like the other three bets that I mentioned significantly more. But that is definitely one to look at. I mean, four of Clemson's last five games have ended up with like complete blowout losses. A couple of those were at home. Uh, I hope we've gotten this far in the in the in the the stream, and we haven't even talked about Illinois, Indiana yet. Like, come on, you're supposed to be running shit here. Whatever. It's no, it's a big game. It's honestly, you can make a case. It's the second best game on the slate tonight. But this is this is a gambling podcast. We're not here to talk about the best games on the slate. You know what we're here to talk about? The best bets. And unless you have a great feel about what's going to happen in this game, people are trying to make money here, Jeff. They're not trying to improve their thrill score. <laughs> I would I would say I don't know. I mean, again, I just like Illinois in this one. I like Illinois. They're giving two, two and a half. I know it's it's in Bloomington. I get Trace has done a good job uh, on Big Kofi. I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like well, I mean, Illinois. what's our what's our process for Illinois games? Our process for Illinois games has been: is it a good matchup for Kofi or is it a bad matchup for Kofi? Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, last time I checked, he had not attempted a three all season. I'm right, it's a good matchup to right. see if if he has, but. You know that Indiana kind of runs like they don't they don't run a, a shit little ball screens right like this is right. right this is a good matchup for Kofi which means a good so. matchup for Illinois which means like lane two in in Bloomington is something that I want to probably want to be betting on so um, I like that spot too um, we are heavy on the favorites today I know I'm gonna give you one more I'm gonna give you one more Kansas no your Marquette Golden Eagles against Butler at home. My, yeah. my Marquette Golden Eagles. Yeah. I, oh, how is Marquette mine? How is Marquette mine? <laughs> they were embarrassed by the Johnnies the other night. Embarrassed. Uh, Wojo is going to take all of his uh, – every Coach K tactic that he can take to get these guys in line. They're, they're, they're talented. They're more talented than Butler. They're at home. They were completely embarrassed, undressed. He probably took away their uniforms. They probably weren't allowed to even wear their their any apparel in their own uh, apartments because you can't really walk around campus. So they probably weren't allowed to wear anything Marquette in their own apartments the last couple of days. Uh, but I do I do like Marquette uh, given four uh, four and change here against Butler at home. How about the rematch in uh, in Madison? Yeah, I like that too. I. I kind of like Wisconsin to get some revenge, right? They lost by 10 um, in Happy Valley. Did they win by double digits here? I, I mean, you don't know. I I don't love it. Uh, don't. But that's because I don't – I just think Wisconsin's not very good. Like, that's that's well, where I'm at. Penn State so good? I mean, who – you? Honestly, you think Penn, Penn State's numbers are actually pretty good? Surprisingly, yeah. my, my problem—well, it's not really a problem. But like the 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 reason why I don't really like Johnson all that much is I feel like they're very much playing a throwback style of basketball. To is like that's how you Edwardsville playing again today? Yeah, I think so. Um, oh they don't, man, that my bet of the day. There it is. Eastern Illinois, eight SIUE um, getting three. What what is up with that? They're getting three. SAU they play every day. I'm committed. Yeah. They're going to play every day the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just real quick on yeah. on Wisconsin, is Penn State has a bunch of guys that can space out the floor. And I, I just want to be on teams that can space out the floor against Wisconsin. Like 
I mean, Maryland did it, um, made us look smart. Penn State did it, made us look smart. Um, So Ohio State did it. They made us look smart. That's just kind of where I'm at with it. All right. All right. Um, All right. I got a a shovel. I had an appointment at the vet with my dog today. And right now, there's no way in hell I can get out of the, the, the driveway. So I got to spend probably a, a good half an hour. Good luck. You know what the worst part of shoveling is? When you get down to the bottom, oh. and you have all the big frozen chunks where like the salt kind of melted the snow a little bit and then it froze together. And then the I try to plow through it. I just try to go over that. I try to, I, I'll shovel so I can get some traction. And my wife's got a Jeep Wrangler. So I'll probably take that today. And, uh, and I have an SUV also. I'll, I'll shovel enough. So I can just try to just pound through it, just just hit the gas, hope nobody's coming, uh, you know, on the street as I come back out of the driveway and, and just go. Good, good luck with that, Jeffrey. I hope you, uh, I hope you don't get your your car stuck. Uh, make sure you check uh, bet spurts. I'll probably add to my my uh, early ones here. Which again, uh, let me run through them because I don't even remember them. Uh, I like the Iowa under. I like uh, Auburn. I like Auburn under. Uh, I like uh, I like Marquette. What else do we like? Um, I, I have Auburn minus nine. Uh, I have the Auburn under. Yeah. Um, I have Iowa minus ten. Uh, I can't put it in on bet spurts, but I will be taking the Iowa team total over. Um, right. I took Texas Baylor under. I took North Carolina minus three, and I took Illinois minus two and a half. I'm going to take Illinois too. So there's my five. There's my five so far. Uh, all right. Listen, enjoy your day. Hopefully it is not snowing where you are. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with hopefully some better news. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.